Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So then we're in the corridor um, and Kevin De Bruyne has stood in the tunnel just chatting with people. He was there. He must have been there for an hour. He was in joke with Ket. I don't think he lost one item of Ket while he was here. He was here for, what was he here for? Uh, two years. Yeah, he here for yeah. two years. I remember there was one comment from a player that we shouldn't play in black on a Tuesday night. I'm not going to name the player. Shouldn't play in black on a Tuesday He's night. Not- Welcome to the first of our away day pods. Uh, we weren't going to do this, um, but Charlie obviously dropped it in in the pod the other week, uh, the other day. If you haven't listened to it, then jump on that now because it was an unbelievable episode. It's on YouTube and everywhere you want. Um, but yeah, we're going to basically talk about our links with Leighton Orient. We're going to talk about players that have been here that we've worked with that are now there. Um, a few stories around that. But we're going to start with uh, something that we've shared on the Instagram this week. Um, we've been putting up a few pictures of the shirts that we've got in the kit room and the player that they belong to. And we're just going to kind of elaborate on how we got the shirt and that kind of thing. So we'll start off with that. And Jonah's going to go with the first one. So we'll talk about the first one that we put up, which was the Troy Deeney one. Um, so you lot are probably thinking, why have you got a Watford one? The time that you've been here, you haven't actually played Watford. That's correct. Um, so we talk about how this shirt come along. So when we played Oxford in League One, a couple of days after we beat them, thank God, um, the kit man from Watford actually messaged Steve and asked for a Tom Broadbent shirt because obviously he scored the winning goal and come on up front, whatnot, you know the rest. Um, and the kit man messaged Steve and asked if he could get a Broadbent shirt because of the analyst at Watford is a Swindon fan, massive Swindon fan and wanted Broadie's shirt. Um, so Steve said, yeah, of course, no worries. Of course, we'll, we'll get one out to you. But only if we can get something in return. So we said, 
if we thought to ourselves, whose who shirt could we get? So we thought, well, if we can get a Deeney one in return and another Deeney one, because Brody wanted one as well, if we can get two Deeney shirts, yeah, that's fine. So we got Brody to sign his one and send it off to Watford and then he sent two Deeney ones down. So that was how that shirt came about. So yeah, a bit of a weird one, but actually a really nice one. It was actually the first non-Swindon shirt that we collected. So we had a couple before that. We had Matty Taylor's from his last ever game. Um, I think we had a couple of other Swindon ones before that. But that was the first non-Swindon one. That's where the whole collection sort of sort of um, came from there, really, because we had done the job for two years before that, but we hadn't really really ever thought about starting to do it. So I think then. the nice thing about it as well is that the guy got Troy to write a nice little message to me and Jonah just... To Stephen Jonah, best wishes, Troy Deeney on the back of the shirt. And that kind of started yeah, the that, trend. That's the thing that's remained the same on every shirt. So it's the same message pretty much on every shirt, unless there's a couple that have got something different on that from players that are here. Like a bit more personal. More personal stuff, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so that, so that was that one. And then the other one that we shared this week is obviously the Holy Grail of shirts um, that, that we've managed to pick up so far and probably be one of the best. That we pick up in our whole time. A big FA Cup time, possibly. <laughs> so, basically, the kit man's done us an absolute solid from Man City. He's come in before the game with a bunch of shirts for us. So we've got uh, like Raheem Sterling's in there because he was meant to be involved in the game, but they had the COVID outbreak and then he couldn't be at the game. Uh, who else? Rodri. Yeah, I got Laporte's at home. Yeah, Laporte, um, Bernardo Silva. There was one of them. And then, obviously, Kevin De Bruyne as well. So, there was players that didn't get shirts at the end of the game. Um, some players got some, some players some didn't. Ha- some players got more than they should so we're So, we're giving out these shirts to the players, going, look, you know, this is their kit man's given this to us. This is their third shirt for the game, because they obviously have three per game, whereas we only do the two. Um, so, we've given them to the lads so that they've got something to remember from. So, then we're in the corridor... Um, and Kevin De Bruyne stood in the tunnel, just chatting with people. He was there. He must have been there for an hour, just chatting away to people. So we've managed to get his shirt, and then he's signed it and and everything else. So that's obviously the one, that's like the best shirt we could like get from the day. If you, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't think there's anybody else no. played in that game. That I mean, maybe Bernardo Silva. It was a solid team, but when you look at the careers and and so, like how good De Bruyne is. Yeah, definitely the best one. Yeah, because he's, he's a different level. And even that night, I mean, they didn't really get out of second gear, but he was just different class. Um, and then as a guy, he was like really happy to just spend his time, talk to the staff, talk to the players, talk to fans, have pictures, sign stuff. It's just brilliant. Another one that night was Carl Walker. Carl Walker was incredible. Yeah. He was just so nice to everybody. I think he even went and got a picture with a disabled yeah. fan, didn't he? Like, and that was after half-time, I think. Yeah, he, he, like as a group, they were exceptional. And I think maybe if we're looking at players that reach the top of the game, I think their values, their core values as a person, have really helped them get, get to the top. So like to to have that De Bruyne shirt and it be signed and it be up on the wall in the kit room is massive. We we we've noticed that most of the players at the top of the game, players that we've met that have either come to Swindon, um, or just that we've met that don't play for Swindon, 
people at the top of the game, they are really, most of them are top people. And, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of, I think, the difference, because you can have all the ability in the world, but that, the kind of the personality yeah. part of it is, is where you make... bring you through with it. You make your difference, you know, and as I said, De Bruyne is the best of the best, and he? So, yeah. great shirt to Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Five on the wall. All right, anyway, so Saturday, what a day that was. Obviously, we won 3-0 against Harrogate. Really good day. Nice to get back-to-back wins because it's obviously been a little while since we had back-to-back wins. Um, and we're sort of going to look towards this weekend. Some of you might be listening to this, travelling to the game, or before before you travel to the game, or maybe even after the game. But we're going to talk a bit more about Leighton Orient and the game coming up. Um, obviously, the manager there, Richie Welland, he was our first manager while we were in this job. So we've got a massive relationship with him and absolute top guy. So we're both really looking forward to, to um, seeing him again. Always nice to see him. You've obviously got Rob Hunt that was there, that was here, Jordan Lydon and Lawrence Vigory that were all here while we were here. So we're going to talk a bit more about that now. Um, I think I think the thing with Richie was he knew how to make you feel valued. He knew how to make you feel really part of the team. And I think that kind of pulled everyone together. And that year where we've won the league, obviously it's points per game and COVID stopped the season, this and the other. For me, like the togetherness of the group, especially the group of staff, was massively telling. Yeah. And I think the players fed off that as well. And they saw that and then they were similar. So I think that whole environment that was created by Richie and Hunty as well, who was with him, um, I think that was what really helped that group of really good players. Yeah. But that really helped everybody come, come together to get promoted. And obviously, Jordan Lydon... And Rob Hunt were a massive part of that team. Obviously, Lyde scores the goal at Northampton. And Hunty was just Mr. Consistent, Consistent 8, 9 out of 10 every, week. every single week. Yeah. And also, the best were Kit. Incredible. Yeah, he was in joke with Kit. I don't think he lost one item of Kit while he was here. He was here for, what was he here for? Uh, two years. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. two years. I don't think he lost one item of Kit. He was a really good professional, always in early, one of the last to leave. Just all round, always trained properly, and then obviously that reflected on his games, and he was always very consistent. We thought anyway. And I mean, if we then go towards Vicks, I mean, obviously he had, you know, some struggles while he was here, and 
you know, he was he was a young lad, but you look at him now and look at the career he's had. I think he made his two hundred and fiftieth EFL performance the other day. Like two hundred and fifty games in the EFL, not many people get to do. Like, obviously, a lot of people do, but to make two hundred and fifty appearances in the EFL is quite a proud moment, I guess, for him. But yeah, going back to talking about Richie, um, the way he was when me and Steve both joined, because obviously we joined the same week. He was just so welcoming and the way he just brought us into the environment, which is a lot different to many other working environments, but the way he brought us in, and I think we learned so much from him and obviously we were successful with him, which helped. But yeah, we had such a good relationship with him and he, he helped us so much and probably the reason why we're here now because we enjoyed it so much in that period, yeah. I think also, if we think back to that team, one of the best days was Leighton Orient away yeah. in the grey kit. We're, on, we're watching Quest in the evening yeah. and the guy's talking about how we Colin have white Ma- numbers. Colin Murray, wasn't it? Yeah, Something. white numbers on the back of a grey shirt and they're saying, oh, we can't see the names and the numbers of the players. So we were chuffed with that. Yeah, well, <laughs> That was brilliant. I think that was... I want to say it was September or August time. Yeah, it was, it was, early it in was season, still hot. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was September or August. But when we went there that day and we won, was it 3 1? 3 1, I think. I think it was 3 1. Sorry if we're wrong. Um, we've been, well, we've done so many games now. But um, yeah, Jonah was, had his 200th game the other day. Yeah, Harrogate was my 200th game, actually. Um, and mine's Walsall away just coming up. But yeah, that day at Leighton Orient, like, I think Jerry scored, Keshi scored, and like we were just solid. And I remember just being in the changing room after, and you were thinking, like we could, we could actually do really well this season. And it was just an all round really good day. The fans were on form. We played really. We well. always we always sell out there. The last few times we've been there, and it was just and it was a nice warm day. And it was just you could just see that it was going to start to be a good season. And I think as well when I think back to that game player that always should pop straight into my head is Lloyd Isgrove yeah. and like how good he was probably one of the first games that we probably saw. I mean you played Cheltenham and um, Exeter before that but those sort of three games always stick out in my head being really hot yeah. the first signs of seeing like people like you said Lloyd Isgrove yeah and he, he was he was brilliant that day and one of the best guys as well yeah. I should talk to him more than I do really <laughs> That was but, a really uh, that grey kit though. I did love that grey kit. Yeah, it's it a good was a kit. Top, top would have been kit. really nice if we had had the red numbers on the yeah, back. It that would have been. Perfect. It would have made a difference. That that would have been really good. Yeah, would have topped that kit off. But no, lovely. But kit. yeah, that was the first time that we went to that ground in this job. Um, the second time we went to the like to Orient in this job was last season, and that was the first time that we wore the black kit. One of the two times that we walked. started so well, and it started so well. <laughs> I remember me and Steve got. We always get to the ground trying to think on a Tuesday. Know what time we usually get there? Probably. So it's seven forty-five, seven forty-five kickoff. Yeah, we were in by five, I think. Yeah, no, earlier. Yeah, that. we were in about. I think we were in yeah, about four, half three, four, yeah. or something like that. And we actually went for a walk that day. It was tipping down with rain. Oh yeah, we, we were there super yeah. early. We what? got there really early. It was like two o'clock. Yeah, it was or like something. two o'clock. No, you're right. We, we left way too early. We're thinking our oh, London traffic, M twenty five, and all that. But anyway, we got there at like two and we were like, that's not set up, we're too early. So we actually, it was like it was a weird, drizzly day. And we thought, we'll have a little walk. How fast West Ham Stadium we we go? Anyway, 
We asked him to be a mile. We it asked seemed him, like a lot further than yeah, a mile. Yeah, we asked the kit man, who's a legend, by the way. We'll come on to him in a minute. But we thought, oh, we'll have a little walk over the Olympic Park and, and go to the West Ham Stadium. Couldn't believe, we could not believe how derelict the um, Olympic Park was. It was crazy. No, anyway, just we were, no one's using it. Neither of us yeah. had seen the the West West Ham Stadium, so we had a little walk around that, had a look, look in the shop and, what, and all that. Um, and then we walked back and set up, obviously. And we were obviously in the changing room for an hour and a half, maybe, setting up. And we've gone out to the pitch, because we were putting the flags up, actually. We put the flags up last year. And we walked out to the pitch, done the flags, walked back round. And the rain must have been for two hours, non-stop, absolutely tipping it down. So we walked back round, and we're like, oh, we could, my game might not even be on it yet. Proper windy, like a cold, I think it was December, wasn't it? Yeah. Cold December, I think it was December anyway. Cold December, wintry night. And you could see the ref in the distance rolling the pit, rolling the ball on the pitch. And just walking around the pitch in the for air. 20 minutes. Anyway, he walks over and we're like, so what are you saying? Like, is the pitch right or what not? Like, what not? I didn't mean to say that. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got with the what not. Here we go. Anyone Love it. We got in early. Knows that you I've know. said that six times. Anyway. Yeah, so we, we walked over to him and said, like, like is it going to be all right? And he's like... If it carries on like this, we're going to struggle. And we're thinking, oh, we've got, got to come back here on another Tuesday night. And we had already spent all day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, ended up being all right, as we all know. And yeah, we, from what I remember, we started the game really well. I thought we started really well. We started and really then well. scores. He scored that header, didn't he? Yeah. And that is classic celebration. And you're thinking, oh, this is all right. We're going well. I remember there was one comment from a player that we shouldn't play in black on a Tuesday night. I'm yeah. not going to name the player. Shouldn't play in black on a Tuesday he night. Said, I can't believe we're wearing the black kit for the first time on a Tuesday night. You won't be able to see each other because of the floodlights. I said, why not? Apart, oh, not because of the floodlights, just because it was no, dark. No, I, I said, why wouldn't we play in it on a Tuesday? And he's gone, because it's dark. And then, like, literally, that silence there, that was what it was met with. Because <laughs> yeah. we were like, what are you talking about? There's lights, mate. The best thing about it was, <laughs> West Brom had played the night before in a black kit. An all-black kit. Yeah. And they actually won. Surely. Was Charlie at West Brom then? Um, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he could have been. No, he would have been at QPR. Oh, season. he was back at QPR, yeah. yeah that sorry. was the year before. But anyway, I think it was QPR. Anyway, a team was on the night before, a couple of nights before, and they actually won in it. And yeah, so anyway, we wore the black kit for the first time. Unfortunately, we lost 4-1. Yeah, second half was not, was not good for you. Second half wasn't good, no, but... Yeah, so that was the first time we wore the black kit. And anyone that knows last season obviously knows that we wore it twice and the second time was at Hartlepool. So we won and we it definitely once. redeemed ourselves in that and kit. And we lost in it once. So, yeah, that was that was the, that night in the rain. Luckily, the game, the game went ahead because we did not want to go back there. As much as it's a nice ground to go to, it's not like they were driving to, to London, as you yeah. all know if you're listening now, yeah. and driving there. If you're on your way, then, yeah, give yourself loads of time. But yeah, as, as we were saying a minute ago, we briefly dropped in about the kit man there, Ada. Um, probably one of the best kit men I'd say we've met, actually. Just top, absolute top. He's been um, there years. He's been there years. Well. I can't remember. I think it was 20, 30 yeah, years. Yeah, 30 or years or something. His missus helps him with the washing. Yeah, he's just an right. absolute top, top guy. And every time he comes here, I think last year he brought us, like, Nearly the whole of McDonald's save. Um, oh, he did, didn't he? Not savoury. Um, oh yeah, he comes sweet. in. We he bought us the whole McDonald's sweet um, <laughs> section. We have muffins and cakes and everything. But he's just an absolute top guy. And um, 
yeah, it's always nice to see him. So that'd be nice to see him again. We always usually, when we get to the ground, um, if the kit man's about, have a little chat with him. Sometimes have a coffee. There's some you have a chat to and some that, that you don't have. It's, as, yeah. It's good when he's got players that we've had. Yeah. It's interesting to speak to him and see how they've been there and how they were with us yeah. and whether there's a direct correlation or whether it was they were having a really good time in us, they were really good to us, or the other way around, where they weren't having a great time, so they weren't the best. But then they're having a good time there, so they've been unbelievable. Yeah. Like, it's it's really interesting to, you know, chat to them. And then, obviously, when you're at a place like Orient, you'll get Hunty send you a text, yeah. oh, should we go for a coffee? Or yeah, you'll already, get Lloyd's come and say hello. And Hunty's already messaged, so we'll have a little coffee with him and catch up and um, see how he is. But yeah, players players move on and whatnot, or whatnot. Players move on all the time. So, but when you get to see them, it's quite nice to have a little see how they're doing. And especially in football, because they leave so suddenly. Yeah. Like even on even at the end of the season, you you know they're leaving, but the end the last game comes and then they're gone. Yeah. It's like this year. Obviously, we had Port Vale or last year. Sorry, yeah. we had Port Vale, and then that was all. You didn't see him again because. He was yeah. just signed somewhere else and that was the end of that sort of yeah. thing. Just didn't come back. So, yeah. you know, it, I mean, Jordan was back for his rehab and stuff. So we've seen him a bit this year. Um, obviously, you know, he's he's moved on now um, and seems to be doing okay at Orient. Yeah. Like, he's been in and out of the team a bit, which is, you know, whatever. I don't know if he's you know picked up a niggle or whatever. But, yeah, it's always good to see, like, players that we've had when we go to another club and talk to their staff about them and just see, you know, how they're getting on sort of thing, which is nice. Yeah, really looking forward to, to this weekend's game. It be, should be a really good atmosphere. Obviously, they're flying. We need to try and get another win, which we'll hopefully do. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to it. It'd be a good atmosphere. We sold out, I think, in the first few days. When I, I think yeah, we I think literally so. didn't even yeah. get onto general sale. No. We sold out. No, I'm getting texts all over the place. Can you get us tickets for Orient? Which reminds me, I've still got two at home that I need to give to my mate. <laughs> which, is, which would be really good. And they'll obviously have a good attendance there because they're doing well. So it'll be hopefully a really good game. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a good football match because we like to play football and they definitely like to play football. We know what Richie's teams are all about. So yeah, hopefully. I think I think it'll be interesting. Like. And hopefully it'll be another memorable day in the white kit. And in yeah. years to come, we'll be looking back and going, what a day that was in the white kit. And Especially when prior to... Last weekend, we hadn't won anything. Yeah. And now we've picked up a win and we're wearing it, obviously, at Leighton Orient. And I think we're wearing it the next yeah, game. Yeah, we'll be wearing it. We've got quite a few games. We've got Walsall away, haven't we? The, the, the away game after yeah. that. So we'll be we'll be wearing it then as well. Because obviously we had packed to go to Walsall with the white care. Yeah. And then got past the air balloon for anyone that knows the area and had to turn back, which wasn't ideal. So that was fun. And then we ended up doing something on a Saturday afternoon that we will talk about yeah. in our next episode because yeah. our next episode is going to be with Fraser Blake Tracy and Sol Bryn together. A little duo. Just because they live together, they're always together. Me, Jonah, Sol and Fraser have a little group chat um, and we'll tell you all about that yeah. and all about those fun and games in the next episode, yeah. which will come out the day before Carlisle at yeah. home, which next. is the 10th. I think, 10th of March. Yeah, Friday the 10th, I think it is, next week. And yeah, next Friday. Start thinking, if you're listening, start thinking of some questions that you'd like us to ask. Because we, 
We what? might throw in a little competition again. Yeah. We're obviously going to do another quiz. So Steve's going to be doing the quiz this time. <laughs> and I'm going to be taking on those two. Which will be quite interesting that they're on their own. That, that they're together and I'm going to be on my own. And they can have a little discussion with each other. So that would be quite interesting. But yeah, that should be really good next week. Little duo act. We couldn't have one of them on their own. No. Because they literally never leave leave each other's sight. They're together so, all the time. Fraser's always waiting for Soul to get changed and ready yeah. to go home. But um, yeah, so that will be next week's pod. Uh, that will be available on all your podcast stations, on all everywhere you get them. It'll also be on YouTube as a premiere again at 8pm on Friday, just like last week's was. So tune into that. You can do the live chat. You can watch it along as if it's a TV show, which was fun last week. I mean, I, I, I knew what was coming, but I watched it anyway. And it was really good. And it was nice to see some of the comments. Um, yeah, there's been a few comments about the audio from last week's, but hopefully this audio is a bit better. And then we will have better audio again come that episode. Yeah. So any of those concerns, we've hopefully sorted out. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to Orient at the weekend. Hopefully we see quite a few of you there. If you've got your white shirts, then wear, wear them. them. If you haven't, why have you not got one? Go they're, and get one. They're now discounted, so go and get 20% one. 20% of off, I think, in the shop at the moment. Um, and if you're listening to it on the way to Orient and you're not driving, have a nice drink and enjoy your day in the capital because it is one of the best away days, probably in this Certainly league. Is. Um, can't beat a day out in London. And make some noise. Yeah. Let's get behind the boys and let's have a proper as, go. As we were saying, the last two times we've been at Orient, fans have been on form. Absolutely. So. Sold out. Going for it. Good atmosphere. And you know they'll have a good atmosphere because they're flying out at the top of the league. So let's make it a really memorable day. Yeah. And then hopefully that'll push the boys on to get the result that we need. And that we want. So There's still a long way to go this season. Long way to go. Long way. A lot of games. A lot of games to play. A yeah. lot of games. But no, it'll be good. Right. Enjoy your time at Orient. Um, we will see you on Friday next week with Sol and Fraser. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.